G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, as we do on a Monday, always like to get an update, a check on the political agenda for the week ahead, some of the biggest issues uh, that are facing the nation. Always good to talk to the Australian Christian Lobby. Today, Dan Flynn, the Victorian State Director for the Australian Christian Lobby, joining us. Hello, Dan. Welcome back to 2020. Uh, Thanks very much, Neil. Pleasure to be here. Uh, Dan, the biggest story that seems to be on everyone's lips across the weekend is the continuing issues surrounding uh, the Barnaby Joyce affair. Barnaby Joyce, uh, his affair with the press secretary, Vicky Campion. Uh, What are your thoughts as uh, someone from the Australian Christian Lobby and on how these things are unfolding? Uh, Look, it's obviously a very disappointing development um, and, um, you know, I think what has occurred, um, these types of things do impact on trust and, um, you know, it, it does, I think, underscore the importance of um, politicians, uh, married politicians, um, uh, maintaining their marriage, taking care of their marriage and um, not falling into these um, uh, these sort of traps uh, of infidelity. And I think it... it um, uh, you, you know, we, we all look to God to keep us um, uh, on the straight and narrow. Um, and the truth is there are plenty of traps and, and temptations out there. And being a politician um, with a lot of travel, a lot of activity, um, um, you know, there, there, are, there, there, there are needs to take care of um, you know, one's marriage. It's a high priority and it's very disappointing. Dan, it's a sensitive topic to talk about uh, because parliamentarians and their personal lives, uh, everyone seems to be trying to keep those things separate uh, from the limelight, uh, the spotlight that comes from media attention. But uh, there's certainly uh, concerns, aren't there, for uh, Natalie Joyce and, of course, uh, four daughters, uh, family involved here. Everybody's hurt when these things happen. Look, absolutely. Um, And... uh you know, I suppose it's in terms of you know what we hope for the future. Obviously, uh, healing uh, uh, for Natalie and, and uh, for the four daughters who are very heavily impacted. Uh, and uh, you know, this is not without pain for anybody. Um, and um, you know, if, if uh, there is a baby to be born, um, and it is, um, uh, it, it's, it's it's pleasing to see that in the very complex circumstances of that baby will be born, um, I would imagine, Neil, that there'd be other circumstances where there'd been affairs and a decision had been made to uh, terminate the baby, uh, to keep it out of the spotlight. So, um, you know, we we wish that baby well um, and, um, you know, every blessing on that baby. Uh, but look, being in politics is a difficult life um, and, uh, you know, God is in the business of repairing lives and uh, healing broken hearts. Uh, so uh, that's what we pray for in this situation. 
Of course, uh, when we talk about these things as they unfold, uh, there are reports in the media today, the idea that the brand of the National Party is being damaged. There are those that are saying that uh, it's untenable that Barnaby Joyce would be continuing in the role of Deputy Prime Minister. Any thoughts on what sort of damage might be done the longer the story continues to uh, percolate? Uh, Hard to speculate, Neil. Um, The National Party is a conservative uh, party uh, and uh, has, you know, values that have traditionally obviously been pro-family and uh, pro-marriage. So, um, you know, this will not... These events are not in harmony with those values. How it plays out uh, is really a matter for the party to resolve. Um, And I understand they're meeting this morning in the party room... Um, and, uh, you, you know, it's uh, really going to be a matter of time, I think. Um, I think everyone's a bit shocked uh, by all of this, um, and uh, it may take a few months to um, uh, for water to find its level and, and uh, uh, people to find their answers in this leadership situation. Uh, we certainly wish uh, uh, Barnaby well and hope that this can be resolved. And I think that everyone's hearts turn to God in all of this confusion uh, because uh, God is stable, he's faithful, he never lets us down. Um, that would be our heart for the, the uh, for Barnaby and all the people involved. One more uh, discussion point before we let this issue go because when a story like this comes to light, Dan, what it does do is draws into focus the level of character expectation that we might have, uh, not only of a Deputy Prime Minister, although in this case uh, this is a significant uh, office in the nation, but uh, for leadership everywhere, the level of character expected uh, by God. Because, I mean, there are standards that we can point to from the Scriptures. Uh, when these things come into focus, uh, it's good to... Uh, have a bit of a self-assessment, isn't it, to uh, to look at character. And if you are aspiring as a leader, the sorts of uh, costs that you need to count as you prepare for uh, moving into leadership positions. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And for uh, people who are uh, Christian, uh, who are entering politics, uh, this is this is a, a lesson uh, uh, for, for them uh, that uh, marriage is, is central, that God cares more about our character than he does about what we do with our lives. Uh, and if we um, pursue um, a career that, that ultimately costs us our family, uh, then, um, you know, uh, is that worth it? Um, and really, you know, marriage, that covenant of marriage, uh, comes before any um, success uh, in the political or secular world. And it's so important for candidates, uh, for Christians considering politics, uh, to make sure they've got that all in line before they, um, you know, step forward in politics. Dan, let's move on. The petition that the Australian Christian Lobby has submitted to the Victorian Premier's office, all about the Safe Schools program, as I understand it, something in the vicinity of sixteen thousand signatures on there. Uh, what are your uh, What are your thoughts about uh, the likelihood of uh, of anything uh, good to come out of that? Look, I think this is a fantastic development, Neil. Um, uh, the um, government down here in Victoria, they uh, publicly state that, look, there's um, you know, no change to this program. We're, we're delivering this. We're all full steam ahead. Uh, the reality is, though, um, that uh, the ALP government, in small ways, 
have been responsive to parents. Uh, uh, for example, uh, the picture of a boy wearing a school, a, a, a girl's school uniform, uh, has been uh, removed from the government website. Uh, so, uh, you know, we see some small changes, but they're simply not enough uh, because they continue to teach children that their gender is fluid. And if there's one thing that your average tradie or bank teller, uh, you know, whether they're Christian or not, uh, will not tolerate is uh, their son being told at school he might be a girl and vice versa. So uh, there's been an uprising here in Victoria. It's, this petition has gone full steam ahead over the Christmas break. Um, it was delivered to the government uh, on Friday um, and... Um, uh, a mother uh, came in and um, uh, was involved in that process. Uh, so uh, we're very much at odds with the government uh, on the fundamental issue of gender fluidity. Uh, they are still um, uh, promoting cross-dressing. Uh, there are still relevant links to uh, uh, chest binding for women, or for girls rather, who want to appear masculine in public. Um, and uh, one of the things that we took issue with was uh, the idea that um, uh, somebody asking a parent who's had a, a child, whether it's a boy or a girl, promotes heteronormativity, which is harmful. Um, now, that is um, ridiculous. And uh, uh, we are making that point very clearly to the government. Uh, and uh, this petition seeks a response to those concerns. We, we, we make a strong case against the government on this, Neil, saying that it promotes cross-dressing and chest-binding. Um, and uh, we provided a document, uh, evidentiary support uh, to the government um, in exactly how those claims are made out um, uh, from the Victorian government website and endorsements that um, the government website is making. So this is an exciting development. Um, um, you know, look, we hope that Safe Schools is... Uh, so damaged this year that um, principals and teachers simply won't deliver it. The parents will continue to um, speak up about it and that this will be front and centre of the election in November this year. Uh, so more work to be done, um, but we want to um, we want the Premier's ear to, to bend our way uh, and to listen and demonstrate that he is taking on board our concerns uh, and ditching uh, this ideology. Okay, well, Safe Schools, as listeners will recall, was really very much front and centre in the no case during the marriage campaign. And, of course, what happened with the passing of that marriage legislation was the handballing off uh, to one side of issues to do with freedoms, the freedom of conscience, freedom of speech, and especially the freedom of religion issue. And, of course, uh, the Turnbull government announced it would conduct a review into religious freedom in Australia. There's a deadline coming up here, Dan. It's this coming Wednesday yeah. the 14th. Uh, what's your encouragement to listeners today to, if they haven't yet made uh, their own personal submission that they are able to do that? It's incredibly easy, uh, Neil, and incredibly important. Uh, so uh, what we're challenging here is the very fear that we may not be able to speak publicly at school or at work uh, about our ongoing support for the concept that marriage is between a man and a woman, or it's intended to be. We understand that the law has changed, but we still wish to be able to assert a Christian view of marriage. Now, uh, Ruddy, 
Philip Ruddick and a number of other prominent Australians are, um, are going to consider these submissions. A submission can be made in a quite straightforward way through the ACL website. So if people go to the Australian Christian Lobby's website, uh, you'll see um, uh, information about the review. You'll be able to lodge your submission online and there will be um, uh, details which you know you can convert to your own words, but points that people can make about religious freedom uh, and um, you know why it is uh, that people ought to be able to conduct their business, for example, as a printer, um, uh, as a, as a uh, florist, uh, without uh, being coerced into um, uh, you know doing this work for uh, effectively celebrating. Uh, gay marriages, um, and that's just not in accordance with the Christian belief. But if we don't speak out, it will be lost. So the mix of people on this um, committee, uh, there'd be a mix of conservatives and uh, liberals on the topic, um, but it's important to lodge a submission. So I do commend people to go to the website um, and uh, the, to uh, press on lodge your submission. It's incredibly user-friendly, and you can you put your name, email, uh, your submission, you know, in five or six words, um, and and off it flies. Okay, that's the ACL website, Australian Christian Lobby, acl.org.au. And uh, one more yeah. issue before I let you go, Dan, because there's going to be a number of state elections this year. The first one is coming up fairly soon. It's the Tasmanian election. Uh, what are your thoughts about the way that campaign campaigning's going on there in Tasmania? Uh, Tasmanian election is um, full steam ahead, uh, and it's on March the 8th. Um, basically, we're seeing uh, the two leaders, Will Hodgman, the current Premier, uh, and Rebecca White, the ALP opposition leader, um, you know, putting different things at the top of the table, you know, biosecurity, health, uh, they're all making their pitch. Um, what, what's wonderful to see is the great work that Mark Brown, the Tasmanian director, has done. He has put out... Um, uh, questionnaires to candidates, and they're each responding uh, to him. Uh, there, there's some in at the moment, quite a number in on the website. Uh, so people go to the banner. Uh, those who are listening from Tasmania, go to the banner, have a look at the Tasmanian website. Uh, you'll see the questions that Mark Brown has put to the candidates and their responses, addressing issues like uh, euthanasia, uh, like abortion, um, and uh, other uh, issues freedom of faith-based organisations to employ faith-based staff. All of those issues have been teased out. Uh, so keep an eye on that page because more answers will come in. Uh, but this is a great way in which our Tasmanian Director, Mark Brown, uh, is on the ground um, engaging with the candidates and the politicians. So uh, we look forward to those issues being elevated at the election. And we'll be talking some more about the Tasmanian election as it approaches the 8th of March. And Dan Flynn, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for taking some time today. I'll point people to the Australian Christian Lobby website, acl.org.au. And a reminder, those submissions for the Freedom Review due by this coming Wednesday. Dan, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. That's my pleasure, Neil. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.